Hi, this is Giuseppe. Hi, this is Anthony. And you're listening to For the Love of Sophia. A philosophy podcast brought to you by the Public Philosophy Project. If you have any questions or suggestions, feel free to email us at publicphilproject at gmail.com. Enjoy the ride. back to continue this conversation part two of democracy ready to to tackle a little bit some more issues a little bit um at the well i suppose throughout the episode and and especially towards the end we started getting to this idea of um i suppose critiques potential issues um arising because of democracy not merely because of I don't know, contingent factors, but almost like kind of built into the the system itself, perhaps. And one of the ideas we mentioned was merit. Mm -hmm. And if we relate this back to Plato, um, one criticism that I find super interesting that people will make about democracy, there's a lot, but this one I find interesting, is the idea that, as we mentioned, it seems good for everyone to have this say, right? Like, it's we're decentralizing power, and on its face, that seems like a good thing, and everyone has this equal shot. However, we have to ask ourselves, it's like, should everyone have an equal say? In part because of the issues we were talking about last time, it's like, what if people don't have the information? Or what if people don't care about the information? Or something like that. So, one idea or one problem with democracy is that because we don't um, assign choosing power based on merit, that's why we get into these messy situations and maybe we should have something like that Um, so, and aside from Plato, right, so let's say um, for Plato we get merit through actually schooling and education eventually the philosopher is the one that gets uh, that gets to um to decide and to take care of the state and so on. Mm-hmm. I wonder if we translate in today's language, what would that mean, right? Does that mean mm. that only a speci- what kind of individuals uh, should get to make these decisions and what kind of merits they should have for us to, in order to say, that, hey, you know what, you should be running the state and not him or her. Yeah, that's a, this is a good question and um, the the contemporary stuff I think about is this idea of epistocracy. The idea that whereas a democracy is power to the people, epistocracy is the idea that it's power to the ones with knowledge, right? And okay, one of the contem- I see you smiling right now, and uh, <laughs> one of the contemporary defenders of this idea, or at least someone who explores the possibility, is this guy Jason Brennan. And we talked about him, I think, once in philosophy club with some of the students. And his whole idea was that, you know, if you're going to be a true utilitarian or consequentialist um, and you want to do what's best, he says something like, well, the results are in, and I don't think democracy is the thing that benefits most people. And he says, because 
you know, there are largely like three different types of people, and he chooses these these very funny, quirky names. And the first people he calls hobbits, and these are people who largely don't care about what's going on, and they're not political, and they just want to like live their lives and like leave me alone. And then you have the people who he calls the hooligans, and he says these are like uh, the sports fans, right? These are the ones that are going crazy on Facebook. These are the ones that are activists, right? These are the ones that argue with people and like this is all they eat, sleep, and breathe mm-hmm. and all that good stuff. Um, but the problem with those people is that because it's more about this sport, it's more emotional and it's not about logic. It's more like tribal, right? And yeah. so many people vote like that, not based on actual reasons, but that I identify with this thing. I'm on team A, you're on team B, therefore we're going to club each other. And then he says the last type of people he calls Vulcans, right, like Spock, but he just means people who vote completely rationally. He says most people aren't like that. So because most people aren't like that, democracy is always going to do something suboptimally. And his whole point is that one way to fix that is to take away this thing about everyone having a vote or everyone's vote being equal, and we should instead... Um, create a kind of hierarchy based on how much you know, how -hmm. well you're able to explain or contextualize things, how much you understand the things going on. And Mm -hmm. he says it's the people who have a greater understanding who should be the ones who have more of a say in what goes on in in the political sphere. Well, again, a couple of questions there. Uh, The first one is, what would then... Are we talking? What kind of knowledge are we talking about here, right? Mm-hmm. Because um, I don't know, a mechanic has a great knowledge of how a car works. He right. can explain to me all sorts of things that I don't know, right? Uh, and I really don't know. To me, it's still magic. I think there's something, there's <laughs> probably some some something under the hood that's doing all the. I don't know what that is. Right, right. But, uh, but seriously, though, that kind of no- is that kind of knowledge. The kind of knowledge that we're seeking when mm. somebody's to be in charge, or is it the knowledge of, I don't know, the self-made man, right? Mm. Or is it the knowledge of the businessman, or is it the philosopher, or is it the scientist? Because those kind of knowledge—they're all knowledge. Mm-hmm. The problem is they're different kinds. Yeah. And which one is the one? And sometimes the businessman is the philosopher, but most likely you'll find different different qualities in people so who's supposed to, what kind of people should we give uh, and I'm I'm thinking that at the end of the day we're talking about not who governs us but who can vote right mm-hmm. rather than, than anything else yeah and so the issue of the mechanic is interesting because I think one of his uh, claims he makes is that like we thought that giving the mechanic the ability to suddenly choose the direction of the world would he says it like you know, be like the two-dimensional flatlander learning mm-hmm. about the third dimension and it would like enlighten everyone. But he says, no, 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 the opposite has happened. <laughs> everyone has gotten like more angry and dumber as a result. Yeah. And about this question, uh, what kind of knowledge, I think that's an important question. And I think when I read this stuff, and at least when I think about it, independent of, you know, whoever we're talking about it, it seems like what's more important is not so much the knowledge, but 
the way one is able to reason about something. Because it seems like we can make a distinction um, based, and anyone can make this distinction based on their interactions with different people throughout their life between people who will make a claim and have a lot to say about something and be able to give you at least some context on the issue and be able to provide you with counter, I'm sorry, arguments and counter arguments. So they know what's going on. They know what they're saying. They know the responses to what they're said and what they don't think is quite right about them. And then you have people that say things and then they really have no basis for the things they're saying. Like <laughs> this is, this was Socrates's point, right? Like when you push people yeah. and you ask them these questions, they like, they really don't have an answer and they, they can't even define terms, let alone give you an argument, let alone let you know about a hypothetical counter-argument for the thing. And I think one of the points is that those people, uh, it's a bad idea to give those people as much power as the people who are actually thinking more rationally, I think is the idea. Definitely. Uh, two things about that. And again, uh, I think it's an interesting point. This is why I keep pushing on this. Because, so first of all, I wonder, but this is not my main my main issue here because of course we're talking about an idea, uh, but I wonder about the implementation of this thing. Yeah, same. How would that same. work, right? Uh, how do we uh, do we have a test? People take a test. What do they do? Do they take a little That could get test? tricky too. Yeah. Right. Exactly. So, but but that's not my main problem there because I, all sorts of ideal ways. Also, not just an idea, always all sorts of new proposal when it comes to the way we organize ourselves are have issues with uh, uh, with uh, with implementation. I'm sure that when the people start talking about democracy first, there was somebody saying, "How are we going to count all these people that are going to come and express yeah. their preference?" Right. Uh, so I'm, I'm sure that that happens. Um, but the issue becomes again, uh, first of all, who decides? Uh, what counts as a good explanation of something, what mm -hmm. doesn't, and what? And again, once more, it's a matter of what kind of of knowledge we're talking about here. So you're saying it's people that are able to uh, to reason correctly, at least to give you some sort of an argument for something and a counter argument. They can talk at length about something, but the problem is, what something are we talking about here? Mm is again we're talking about the voter and i cannot stress this enough we're not talking about the people who are governing us we're talking about giving people access to vote access mm -hmm. to the political decisions and the moment we decide to do that i'm wondering again of what kind of things as someone needs to be able to reason about do i need to be able to reason about economics war do everyone votes about everything or should i be selected only to vote about i don't know environmental issues but mm. i shouldn't be allowed voting anything that has to do with i don't know defense issues mm. I, because that's that's problematic too again what kind of things do i need to be able to argue about because again okay we can agree to certain practical sorts of knowledges like the mechanic one that's not the things that we're looking at, that we're looking for. Even though maybe you can make the argument that you need somebody like this in order to decide if we should invest a massive amount of money into, uh, I don't know, some kind of new boat with this specific engine. Uh, 
or if it's not worth it because what we're gonna get is pretty much whatever we have already plus little perks does make it that makes it not worthy of of keep on doing that but again hmm. even if we eliminate the practical ones which is this still problematic what kind of knowledge do we need to have what specifics and again i'm okay with forgetting about the implementation right now the problem becomes though well then which which non-practical things do we need to know so i'm thinking that probably there's an analogy here so you know how in on liberty mill talks about how like individuals should have the freedom to make choices over the the sphere of reality that pertains to individuals and mm-hmm. society should have the choice to do things at once in the sphere that pertains to society as a whole. Mm-hmm. I'm wondering if this could work the same way, where it's like there has to be some kind of reasoning or knowledge with regard to the relevant social political issues, right? Like since we're talking about voting um, for people or issues pertaining to X, Y, and Z, generally speaking, it's knowledge and explanatory power within that domain, loosely speaking, I suppose. So, Sealy and Rotolo can vote about education, by, but Sealy and Rotolo cannot vote about, again, defense. Hmm. I mean, that's one way of thinking about it. I don't think it has to be like that. I mean, it could be that, and I think that'd be messier, right? Because that's like how far do you break it down? Because then you could be like, you vote on college education, but you vote on middle school education, right? <laughs> so I think the easier way would be to say something like, if you're, if you have relevant knowledge and good reasoning skills in the social political sphere, broadly speaking, then that would allot you some kind of vote or some kind of increased voting power or something like that. So let me ask you a question. That's interesting. Uh, let me ask you a question, though. So let's say there is something of which I know nothing about. Mm-hmm. Absolutely nothing about. But however, whatever is decided about that specific thing can have repercussions or real consequences for my life. Shouldn't I be allowed to have a say in that? Like, what are you thinking, for example? I don't know. Um, there's so many things that I don't know, so <laughs> it's just hard to pick. Um, atomic energy. Okay. So I know nothing about it. Mm-hmm. Uh, and uh, so I'm, I'm unable to discuss about this thing. I have no, again absolutely zero knowledge about it let's Mm -hmm. assume and yet uh, the decision if the country goes nuclear or not so to speak can have a huge impact on my life because if they build a power plant next door right and that thing malfunctions or simply that things exist next to it next to my house Mm -hmm. that is really has an impact to to my life right absolutely or again i I shouldn't be involved in any defense issues but again if the country decides that we should have uh people being in the the military 
uh, and we need to be drafted, that has an impact on my life. Mm-hmm. You know, it's not, let's say that for tomorrow they decide that uh, military service is not voluntary anymore like it is right now, mm-hmm. but it's mandatory, right? And you have to give like it was when I when I was younger in Italy. Uh, it was mandatory. You need to be one year, like in Switzerland, I believe, like every five years, mm-hmm. you have to be six months in the military or something like that. But again, if I'm not involved in the decision of going in that direction, I have no say about something that really impacts my life. And isn't that a problem? So it could be. And I'm, the first thing I'm thinking of, let me know what you think about this. This seems to be more of an issue if we're talking about epistocracy in the same way we were talking about pure democracy, as mm-hmm. in people are voting on every single issue. But I okay. wonder if this gets minimized if we're talking strictly about representatives. In other words, it's not that, oh, I can't vote on nuclear energy because I don't know about nuclear energy. It's that I know enough about something that allows me to partake in a general election, kind of like the one the U.S. already does. And so that that seems to alleviate some of those issues, I think. Hmm. Uh but again, I think that at least ideally, I'm, I'm not sure that that's the case, but ideally, when I am in, in a democracy like the one in which we are, admitting that we even call this a democracy, but that's mm-hmm. a different story, right? Um, in the democracy where I'm at right now, I vote the representative that represents me mm-hmm. to speak about a plethora of issues and at the end of the day, though, I am the one deciding 100% of the representatives that represent me, so to speak, right? In, currently? In, yeah, in theory, right? In theory, okay. In, in an epistocracy, though, if I know nothing about politics, for example, I'm not allowed to vote for any representative, right? Because if I know nothing about representation, if I can discuss that, I cannot vote. To begin with, so there will be no people representing me. Correct? Maybe, but not necessarily. Like I'm thinking, it's not merely so, political knowledge. I like it's not like you need to know um, how the movement from Congress to the no, no, executive no, no, no. branch. No, no, I'm not, I'm not talking about that necessarily. Okay. Uh, so I, let me let me clarify that. I'm sa- I guess I'm asking. In this model, does everyone partake in the election of the representatives? Because that changes, right? Because mm-hmm. then it becomes the representatives needs to be, and and maybe we can talk about this. I'm still not sure that's a good idea, but maybe if we're saying that the representatives needs to be the one that have this knowledge, it's one thing. Mm-hmm. If we're talking about the fact that voters, that vote the representatives need to have some sort of knowledge then I need to know what kind of knowledge do I need to vote uh-huh. yeah I mean the, again if I only know about if I live in a farm and only know about bees uh-huh. and flowers uh-huh. uh, should I be allowed to vote anybody in office uh, yeah I don't know I think that's a good question <laughs> um, I think the idea and again, is... I'm, not, I'm, I'm not pushing you I'm just, just you know just... No, no, no no you're not no it's it's <laughs> I think the idea is that there are these certain problems with democracy, right? That 
we, I think, both have acknowledged. Absolutely. And I think this is supposed to be a way of solving some of those problems. So it's not to say that this is going to be the best ever, or it's going to be, you know, always there in whatever form, but it's just supposed to be like, okay, if given the choice between these two things, despite the fact that this one we're talking about has its issues, overall, it will produce better consequences. I think that's the argument. And Absolutely. you're right, it does result in these weird issues where it's like, well, if I don't know anything, but I do stuff, am I not allowed to vote? And I think mm -hmm. the answer is maybe, because there's a couple ways you can spin it. There's like okay. different versions. So one version could be, we're talking about one vote. So either you don't get the vote, or you do get the vote. Yeah. Another way of talking about it is to talk um, in more broad terms of voting power, or something like that, okay. where everyone gets at least one, but some people get more power depending on, on the rational capacities and, and their knowledge of, of the relevant issues. And I'm wondering if that second issue um, solves at least partly the problem of people having absolutely zero representation. But again, isn't that like kind of a... Uh Anna, it's, it seems to me that if we give more, for example, if your vote, for example, mm -hmm. you, you vote three, three times because you know three times more than what I know. Is that what we're saying, so to speak, right? Um, maybe not to voting simplify. three times, but you vote one, but it's, it counts. It's more heavy or something like yeah, that. Yeah, it counts more, right? Because, yeah. because you're the expert, right? Um, I, Again... Isn't that just the same as saying that they're not voting? Isn't that isn't that a risk to enable some sort of a dictatorship of 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 the some sort of an oligarchy that's based not on blood or on what we have, but rather on what we know? And I know that sounds that might sound wonderful, but I am scared of of, of something like this yeah, because. Again, the, the track record for Philosopher King's not great. Uh, yeah, I think I think that you know that's something obviously to worry about. But I think the response would be something like, "Is that any worse than the threat posed by democracy, such as the one Plato or or other people have talked about, where that could also break into the tyranny of the majority?" Uh, definitely. The issue is: Are there better ways to correct this this problems that we have within democracy? Mm. Is it possible for us to think of better ways? By the number of planes that have gone by today, you would think that I live near an airport, which uh -huh. I don't. I don't know what's going on. There are all the small planes coming by. But it's anyways, a chemtrail. Sorry. Yeah, it's one is just right over me right now. So, um, they're listening so to saying, us. I was saying, is there a better way to solve these issues that democracy, the democracy poses to us? Uh, again, if if we identify, which I'm not sure that that's the case, actually, if we identify as the main issue of democracy, the fact that people vote either against their interest or they simply don't know what they're doing and we're handing the keys to of a, of a bus to somebody who doesn't even know how to drive a bike mm -hmm. or things of that note, of that, of that sort, aren't there better ways to correct those issues? 
like making sure that most people know how to do this? Perhaps, right? Like you're saying, um, instead of kind of restricting the access, you're saying increasing the, the foundational uh, like systems so that everyone has that stuff. Yeah, I mean, we, we're kind of, maybe not the greatest example, but we have agreed that in order for you to drive a car, mm -hmm. right, you need some uh, level one literacy of about driving, right? Mm -hmm. You need to take a test, but you need to study. And again, let's forget how, for a moment, how this works practically, right? Okay. But the idea is that there is certain things that you need to do and that you need to show me in order for me to allow you to drive. Mm -hmm. uh, maybe we can think that in order for you to be a functioning citizen, you need to necessarily study certain things, talk about certain things. I don't know how to, how to word it, but that you need a certain... And that everyone needs to be how can I say, schooled mm -hmm. regarding certain specific things. Like, I'm, I'm not necessarily talking about a civics class, but mm -hmm. uh, I don't know, something similar probably. Could that work? And again, it's not about how the government works, but it's about Just philosophy probably, right? Right? Yeah. Um, yeah. So one thing I was thinking is how... At first I was thinking that doesn't sound too different. Right, because you started out by saying, "Well, for the same way we don't let anyone drive a car, you need to have some minimum requirements." Mm -hmm. I was like, "Wait, that like isn't that what epistocracy was?" But then, but the thing is, that should be, you know, almost mandated. I want to say. I guess a better example is we have our kids going to school mm -hmm. up to a certain point. They need they cannot drop out of elementary school. If you don't send your kid to elementary school, the social services come and take your kid away. Right, right. Uh, same thing in middle school, I think. Mm -hmm. High school is, I think, the moment where you can not finish high school. And I think that the reason is because you turn 18 or something. There's a specific age. I don't know. Mm -hmm. uh, but whatever it is. For example, in Italy, now it's mandatory for you to send your child to school until uh, until high school. And if you do that, okay. if you take him out before then you get arrested and they take your child away. Okay. Um, maybe we can think of something similar. People need to be, while in school, they need to be, uh, they need to be, um, how can we say, uh, I don't want to say indoctrinated, because that sounds terrible. It kind of sounds like that. <laughs> uh, but they need to know, they need to be exposed to certain, certain things, uh, certain things about... Uh, not about some specific stuff, but about you know reasoning correctly. Maybe we need to teach logic from elementary school on, or, or something similar. Wait, this this sounds like what I'm saying though. No, because no, you even I'm... just you, wait. You even just said they have to know certain things. But what I'm saying is, so what you're saying is, the people that don't know this don't vote, or have a less weighted vote. Yeah, or, that's that's the uh, idea of the epistocracy um, thing. Well, what I'm saying is. Nobody should be in that position because they went through these things. Nobody will be in the position of not knowing these things because everyone has been schooled into these things. The same way nobody can get out of school without knowing that, 
that this, the Earth goes around the sun. Again, let's forget the fathers for a moment. But that the Earth goes around the sun. Uh-huh. You taught certain things. There's some elementary notions that everybody knows just because you've been in school. Okay. So, so it is possible probably to have certain elementary notions that will avoid for people to be unable to make decisions. Not necessarily good decisions, but decisions. That knowing that people have the ability to make informed, educated decisions. Mm-hmm. Now, arguments can be good or bad. We know that. But the fact that I think that the minimum requirement that you proposed was we need to be able to argue for something. We need to be able to gather information and, and deal with that. And then, of course, we all very well know that you can spin these things uh, in however way we want, right? Mm-hmm. So I think the issue I'm having, like I'm trying, I'm like mulling everything over in my head. And I, the difference seems to be what I'm saying is according to this theory of epistocracy that may have mm-hmm. some benefits there should be some kind of minimum required competence that you're able to demonstrate and then yes. your ability to demonstrate or not demonstrate results in the ability to vote or not vote or vote more weightily or less weightily right and mm-hmm. i think what you're saying is Instead of doing that, what if we had some base educational system that ensures those minimum competency requirements without doing these exclusionary tests? Is that right? Yeah. Yeah, more or less. Okay. So... Uh, rather, rather, we have this, this educational system that will make it almost impossible... For us to have people that cannot vote because they're not they're not able to, so to speak. Okay. So I think I have a response, and I don't know if it's going to sound good because it's <laughs> going to sound crude. But I I think I know where you're going. Go okay, ahead. let's see. You should write down on paper if if, if uh, what I'm going to say <laughs> is what you're thinking. So I think the one the epistocracy could be real I don't think this thing you're saying could be real that's Hmm. it that's the thing I wanted to say because in (laughs) theory like that's what public education and even private education is supposed to be is like we have this system set up so that you meet some minimum requirements and you get the grade and then you're supposed to have the knowledge and like no one's left behind right but but we know that happened I know what you're going to say you're going to say oh but I'm not speaking practically (laughs) but I think uh What's that? You're just laughing a lot. You can't see his face right now. No, I'm I'm laughing because you went where I thought you were going, but you went there politely. I went there politely. Oh, that's good. That's good to know. Because I I thought thought you were going to say, but, you know, we're kind of trying to do that, but people are stupid. (laughs) Most of them, they're still not getting it. Something Uh, like that. Which is more or less what you wanted to say, I think. Yeah, but I the, think the thing here is okay. Yeah, you go. The, 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 <laughs> no, no, no. But I, I, I don't want to. You know, I don't want to make a strawman of your argument or anything like that. I'm not. I'm not trying to to diminish it by making it funny. I, I think though that there is a there is a 
a difference there from what I'm saying. What I'm saying is if we, we implement, seriously implement these things, and we give um, priority to a specific kind of, of knowledge over another one in school, mm-hmm. we will still end up with a group of people that are unable to do the reasoning that we want them to do. But it will be so little, the percentage, that they will be... They will be non-influential, so we don't need to do this bad, this bad-looking or bad thing. Quite frankly, to begin with, mm-hmm. which is excluding somebody from voting, right? In principle, because they don't—they're not able to, to. They can still vote; it will not count, uh, but because there's so little of them, so so few of them, but they're still allowed to do so. Mm. I'm thinking about again. There are students at the college level. They're still the college level do not know how to read. Correct. Yeah. Literally. Absolutely. I mean, they they have real difficulties reading. But I want to say that that's the very minority, right? It's not the majority. The majority of people coming out of this our public school system know how to read. The majority of the people. Would you agree with that? I would agree that the majority have some base level of literacy but I don't think that the majority have any ability to read deeply that's what I would say critically or deeply okay but they they have the base level literacy right yes while the minority which are the students of which I was talking about at least they read or not to read like they they have difficulty making sense of the things that they're reading Mm -hmm. now if we can get the same thing with this kind of schooling that I'm talking about, I'll be happy. A minimal literacy competence of political, social issue, I don't know what we want to call it about. That's good enough for me. Okay. That allows you to 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 vote for me. So I I I'd rather do that than limit the number of people that can vote because that's that to me it's dangerous. So somewhat. but wouldn't they still have to pass the class? They need to get out of school. I mean, so what if they get an F and then they drop out? They can't drop out. <laughs> oh, right, because they're compulsed to go. Okay, but okay. So I think the compulsory aspect is what saved this, and I'm not sure how I feel about that. But I'm saying, like, <laughs> wouldn't they need to do well in the class to pass? And if that's true the ones that fail aren't they then excluded in the same way that the people i was talking about would be excluded but again if the goal is the minimal literacy again if just like most of the people get out of there with the minimal amount of competence in reading Mm -hmm. to be able to function the same amount of people i would say they will go out the same way with this kind of knowledge that which we're talking about and therefore problem solved and the one that don't which are the minority they can still vote but there's so few that the outcome of whatever vote is not going to be changed and we have saved the fact that everyone is voting without putting hard limitations and literally tell somebody no you're going to go to vote because you're incapable of Hmm. because we can people can better themselves people can change people can think differently and be unable to to do well in a specific test and still be worth the 
I think it's yeah. I think you're taking we're taking away the value from from these people. We're taking what kind of, of of socially shared value they have they can participate in the I, I in guess social I don't life. see it as as value of a person more hmm. as much as I see it as um, deciding how to like disperse power over other people right so it's like let's say we live in a place where there's decisions that are going to be affecting us it's like does it make sense to have people who are unqualified making that decision so i'll I'll give it like a little um analogy or something here so we do exclude people from being doctors if they aren't able to do something we make them take a test and, and then if they can't pass the test and do all the requirements, they can't be a doctor. Right. And then we don't therefore say like, we're taking away the value from all non doctors. We're just saying, no, they're, they're not fit for that job. Similarly, if we're having a conversation with someone like anyone, right. About a topic, like let's say we're having a political conversation with someone and this person is just saying things that are wrong. And I don't mean things that like, are controversial. I mean things that are Wrong. just like completely false and and they're they're not even able to reason about it. Me and you rightfully in that conversation would be like, well this is a weird conversation because why mm-hmm. why are, do you feel qualified to talk about this? I don't think you should be able to make decisions in this sphere because you don't really know what you're talking about. Um and the thing about class, I'm having a hard time grasping onto because it's like we can have two students pass our logic class for example right um and then they perform differently and maybe Mm -hmm. one of them gets through the class really well and like they've absorbed all the materials and and skills and another one got through the class kind of minimally and they still like just don't get it it's like well i I don't know you know what i mean i know i know i think that and again, to push back on the on the analogy that you that you were making, uh, the doctor thing, or even the the conversation that we might have, uh, they need, we I would I would agree with you. They will be saying like, "Oh, this is weird. This is strange," and so on. Mm-hmm. Um, but I guess that this would imply that in order to have to be a doctor, if you have a specific conversation, you need to have some specific skills, right? Yes skills that you acquire when instead when it comes about, when it comes to voting when it comes to uh democracy uh it seems to me that these things have to do with everyone every human being everyone every one person living within that society because they are their quest their things let's call them right now that have consequences on everybody's life right? mm-hmm. it's not if I live within a society, I'm not immune from the decisions that everyone else makes. And therefore, this makes it seems, at least in my eyes, like um, like I am actually, I should be part of this, right? I am qualified to talk about it just because I live here. Or at least I should be involved, not necessarily qualified, but I should be involved in the discussion just because whatever it's happening will impact my life. Going back to the to the um, to the things that we were saying before, again, I know that we're not going to solve the issues today, but yeah, no, this is good though because I feel like this is a a very 
serious conversation that there is a lot to say about. And we're at the end of the episode, and I'm still, like, enthusiastic. Like, I want to keep going because I feel like there's so much more here. Um, Absolutely. So I'm wondering if we can continue this in some capacity. Because ultimately, again, I think there's some agreement on some things and some disagreement on other things. And, yeah, I, I don't know. I feel like there's so much to do right now, but I feel like without going crazy for the next 10 hours... Uh, we would have to, you know, stop right now and maybe continue it. So thank you guys for listening. Maybe we'll pick it up again again in the future. Uh, Yeah, that's it. All right. See you later. See you around. Mm